0: Good morning. So what? I tossed over my shoulder at Kimmy Fletcher. Truth is, I wasn't asking a question. I said it with sassy sarcasm in the same vein I said, big deal. Truth be told, I was probably being bratty in response to something that made me jealous or envious of my neighborhood chum. I was not really asking the question, so what? Like, what's next? Or what does that mean? But I am now. So what? Easter celebrations are over. Unless you are Orthodox, in which case this is Holy Week for you. But this morning I woke up thinking, so what? See, I often have an ongoing dialogue with some faceless skeptic or nameless scoffer, and today I heard him say, even if Jesus rose from the grave, so what? You made a compelling case, but all these years later, so what? What difference does it really make to me? I should like to answer that question in two parts. My feet had not even hit my bedroom floor today when I thought of his young face, and then his brothers, too. Stick with me here. Sunday morning, as the Easter service began, I was standing in the back of church, ready to walk in with the rest of the this-weekend-only choir, when a lady approached me. Do you know if there are earplugs anywhere? See, our worship band can be a little loud for some, so earplugs are available. Yes, I started to point and then said, Come on, I will take you to find them. With the swish of my black choir robe, we were off. She turned. My son has a brain tumor, and the drums are hard for him. I swallowed. Oh, I see. Now, that's not the crippled son you helped into church, the other one. I turned to look into her eyes, which quickly filled with tears. Instinctively, I reached out and hugged her tight. Could I maybe pray with you after the service? Listen, God still does miracles, I know, because he did one for my son. God still answers prayer. Oh, yes, please. We parted ways, she to her seat with her family, me to walk in with the choir. As the service neared its end, I made my way to the earplug mama. I stood several feet away so she could see me, but without pressing. I mean, who knows? She could have decided against the prayer that I was weird and she wasn't down for it. Not so. I smiled. She smiled. So I stepped forward and introduced myself to her family, which turned out to be nine in number with grandparents and uncle. Everyone else was filing out of the packed sanctuary. I explained to them how I had materialized, meeting the mom and all, and why I know that God hears and answers prayers. Then I turned to the young man with the very short hair. If it's okay with you, could we pray that God would totally heal you? I gently queried. He nodded and said his own quiet yes. I explained that my two-year-old had needed God's miraculous touch when the doctor's best guesses about his kidneys had failed. See, I don't know what you believe, but I grew up in a church where folks did not talk much about miracles, I explained. In fact, in all my growing up years, I never remember anyone praying God would do a miracle, that he would heal someone miraculously. That was until we were in need of one, and then God sent a stranger to tell me she was going to ask God to do a miracle for Danny. And then she prayed a bold prayer. True that, in October 2000. Sixteen-year-old Billy agreed we ought pray. And then, as is my bent, I asked his family to gather round, and we all held hands. See, I believe in the solidarity and unity of praying all linked together like that. So what? So what? So what difference does the resurrection of Jesus Christ make to us today? Check out Romans 8, verse 11, where Paul says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you and me, Christian. Therefore, we pray boldly, with that knowledge. Here is the bold prayer I uttered Sunday morning. I'm thinking you could personalize it and pray it too. Dear Father, your word says that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me. You said we are to bring the sick for the prayer of healing, and that the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power, and produces wonderful results. So we pray together right now. And Jesus, just before you went to the cross, you told your disciples from now on that they should ask for things in your name. We know that there is power in your name. Therefore, in obedience to you, we pray for Billy and Jack. Now, friends, you might add in Angel, Tony, my dear Kevin, 19. We lift them up to you, and we pray in your powerful name, Jesus, that you will touch and heal whoever it is you're praying for. Use the doctors, medicine, technology, if you wish. We know that you did not cause this illness, but you can heal it. And that is what we are asking for today. We pray this in the authority of the scriptures and in the power of the name of Jesus. Amen. So what, friends? That's what. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you.